Because I feel the quintessential difference between the two of us is that you are running a commercial studio and I am running um, a very, I'll take the projects that I want kind of studio. The difference between you and me is that I am a mix and master engineer and you are a producer. Well, I mean, I'm I'm a mix and ma I'm a mix and mastering engineer. That's well. a part of your job, and production right. is a part of my job. Right. But on paper, I am a mix and mastering engineer, and you are a producer. You are taking creative co creative calls for your yes, artists, possibly. whereas I'm taking technical calls for my artists. No, 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 no. But but my question was, um, no, because I know that you're a producer at heart as well, right? But now my question is. Um, do you feel that sometimes the fact that you're doing whatever 20 mixes in a month like do you think sometimes the speed or the turnover of your work sometimes hampers uh the creativity um or the leisure I don't want to use the word quality but like you know what I mean just like let oh let's let's take our time with this type of a vibe Actually, uh, <clears throat> in a way, no. In a way, yes. I'll tell you in what way, no, is mm. when there's an artist and they're absolutely set with this is the sound that we want and uh, this is the vibe with it that we're going for. I don't want your production inputs and stuff like that. I, I, I want to iterate on that later, but... In that case, I I I literally deliver what the reference is, what they want, and then there are some artists who say that Mukul, I'm giving you freedom to what you want to do, mm. and thanks to my practice and years of spending my life in front of my studio, uh, even even when I have free time, I am an idiot. I I I either game or I'm at my studio, you know, like I I. I, do, I travel once a year. Because of that, I already know what I want to experiment with. And when I hear a song, I instantly know that this is what we want to do. This is how I want to do it. Are you okay with that? And they're like, all right, I'm giving you free reign to try it out. Let's do that. And more often than not, they've actually gone with what I have suggested. Uh, and here's the thing. There are two different kinds of clients that I get more often than not and one is I'm coming to you for recording here's my producer or I'm producing myself this is what I want deliver in that case I put up the mics I do the thing and I give them a clean ass recording that can be molded into anything that they want later mm. and then there is a person who comes to me and says that I have an acoustic guitar I've written these songs I want you to be my producer in that case, I will tell the person, I want you to record demos first. Come and record a demo with me. We're going to structure the song, rearrange it. I'm going to suggest some musicians. Probably get Addy or Sooth or get this guy for the bass or that guy for the violins or whatever it is. 
or I can do the bass. We take that call and we spend our time on that. So if the person is hiring me as a producer, I take the liberty to interfere in the creative process. If the person is hiring me as a studio, then it's none of my business. I am not going to interfere. That's not my business. Because uh, that's how uh, that's how an efficient output comes out. I think I'm finally getting your point of view. So you avoid using analog compressors because you're like, you know what? Maybe I don't know where it's the going. fucking mix engineer doesn't want any compression. So let me I don't just know where it's going. Do it. I don't know what you want from it. I am right. not the producer. My job is to give you a clean, neutral recording that so, can be molded into anything that you want later. That makes sense. You get it? That makes sense. 50%. But I think I'm so bullheaded that I would still use a compressor, maybe get one or two dB no. of compression. See, that's what that the that's why I said that the guy is not going to even know that I used it. That's why I said you're a producer and I'm an engineer because 50% right. of my work yeah. is just recording and yeah. then saying bye bye to the recording. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't very have anything detached. to do with because I'm not mixing it. That's very Somebody detached. else is mixing it. That's right? very cool. But when I, I am mixing it, yeah. and when a, an artist specifically comes to me and tells me, I want you to produce it, mm. that's when I start interfering. That's when I start taking decisions creatively. That is a very good point. And Otherwise, if, if I am not a producer, then my job the is to deliver... The only time where I'm only the engineer is usually mixing. It's not recording. If I'm recording, I'm producing it. That's not necessarily my case. Yeah, I, right? I get it. I get it. Because if I am only recording it, my job is to give because you a signal. My, because, okay, so Ferris Wheel has a brand as a studio, right? You have a brand as an engineer. But Synergy has no brand at all. That's Rohan. I have the brand, exactly. Yeah, that's Rohan. I have the brand as a producer. Yeah, more so, people know about Ferris than they know about Mukul. Exactly. And I'm and, okay with that. And more people know about Rohan than they know about Synergy. Than they Synergy. know about Synergy. Exactly. Because you're a producer. Yes. And see, the thing is... You've I, nailed it. You've when nailed you come, it. You, when yeah. you come to me for just a recording, mm. I'm going to give you a recording that can turn into metal, that can turn mm. into indie, that can turn into blues, whatever you want it. Yeah. It's a full-bodied recording that can turn right. into anything. Mm. Now that's up to your producer and your mix engineer and you what you wanted to do, what you want to do with it. Yeah. But I am giving you everything possible from my end. I'm mm. that is my technical expertise that I'm placing in your recordings that this is a clean recorded signal in its full potential. Now you do what you want with it. But if you are coming to me as a producer and you say I want dark vocals and I want a solemn vibe I want this. Then I might be like, all right, I'm going to use a ribbon mic on you and I'm probably going to use a darker preamp on you and uh, I'm going to compress you on the way in, you know, so that you can belt out and not feel uh, that thing taking over the song. You know, so that's when I take these decisions. That's when I record you with the compressor going in mm. or with the EQ going in. Otherwise, I won't. I don't want to take that responsibility on my head that, yaar, tune compression aise laga di, ab main aise nahi kar pa you know, getting a call from the other engineer. Dude, I'm sorry. That's not yeah. my job. Yeah. You ask, you're going to another producer, right? You trust yeah. him, right? 
he has the equipment that you want right take it but if that other engineer says no i don't have this daking that you have can you send me a daking thing also i'll tell him listen i'm going to send you a clean thing and i'm going to send you Who a compressed thing i'm going to ask for that that's so crazy so i'm going to send you two files one will be clean and one do will be daking do me a favor do 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 me a personal favor and if you if you lose any money on that i i i will i will pay you back the the money that they were supposed to pay you okay that that's my promise to you but please just as a personal favor to me try this once compress something and just tell them that you didn't compress it but but as in when i say compress don't fucking get 20 db of fucking gain reduction get one or two one or two just get the needle moving like that yeah kiss kiss the needle kiss yeah. the needle don't fuck the needle kiss it okay <laughs> just guess it bola bachas just guess it just guess just guess the fucking thing i i would bet i would bet my balls uh to the point that i'm like may i never have sex again in my life that the, the whoever the fuck is mixing that shit will never know you're actually right no it depends on what you're using i mean no, if, no, if you're using a DB, fast compressor know. okay you're maybe you're absolutely right See the thing is I want to be as true and as honorable as I can from my end. <laughs> I get it. I I I I really want to deliver what is reliable. I get, I get it. And if the person has a problem with it, I'm willing to do that on my time. Right. Right? Right. But coming back to your original question, that's just two of my equipment. Right. My third favorite equipment. <laughs> so all of this conversation will be edited by the way. <laughs> Okay, the third is what? <laughs> you can you can speed it up and chipmunk chipmunk my voice and you know that's all right. Like people know what I sound like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. They know what I sound like. What's the third? <laughs> It's got to be the fucking warm audio EQP WA. What? <laughs> Was that it? No way. What the fuck? Did I just guess it? No. Okay. Yeah, bro. <laughs> I guessed it. No way. It's got to be that because it is like, it is the pull tech, yeah. Yeah, dude, because it's like oh. <laughs> it's like mine's lying lying right there in the box. It it, it is. It is. Yeah. You got to try that shit, dude. Oh, I've tried it, of course. You like, you boost for, you cut for. It's not boosting anything, but it's, it's saturating slant, that thing. It's the it's the slanted curve. No, no. The best part is because it's a tube eq okay yeah. you boost four but then you cut four so whatever you boosted is coming back to normal yeah but because you boosted it in an, in in a tube eq it's saturated boosted and now yeah. you're cutting back the saturated signal back down so no, the eq is not actually also, an eq it's a fucking tube saturator it is oh absolutely it is And, and and also because the way that a pull tech works in general is, is yeah. that that you are boosting 1.5 more uh, while boosting as opposed to while you're cutting some people just leave the pull tech in the chain without boosting or cutting anything i, I i'm that guy <laughs> they just guy. leave it in the chain because uh, listen, it, 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 I, it i am never the guy that's going to boost or do anything unless i need it so i'm going to listen 
but I love to put things in the chain because I'm like, you know what? This shit, this gives it some je ne sais quoi. This gives it something, you know, that is like it's fucking orgasmic, like fucking, you know. Absolutely, man. My, you know, that's my, so crazy. That's my, so crazy. Love it. I love it. I love it. Mine's my, lying in the box. I've tried it. I'm uh, I'm getting a new desk, uh, and it's, I think it's arriving in two, three days. And as soon as it does, all of that shit's going to be installed in the desk. Oh, nice. Yeah, so uh, as of now... My studio is very messy because I have all that. So the latest thing that I've acquired, which you might geek out with me on, is uh, the fucking Black Lion Audio Bluey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where did you get it from? I got it from fucking Dipit. Oh, shit. That guy rules, man. He gets everything. What the hell? <laughs> that guy. Dude, I, I told him. I told him I want a Neve. He got me a fucking Neve. You. You. I'm. S That guy's fucking great, dude. Dude, uh, I told him I want a Neve. He's like, yeah, I got a Neve. I want a Manly. Y'all got a Manly. I want an Icon black colored fucking controller. Yeah, I'll get that. Dude, I called him the other day. I want a Genelec fucking the new series. Yeah, I'll get that. He's like, he called me out the other day. Bhaiya, aaj kal na digital patch base aane hai, flock audio ke chahiye. I was like, bro, what the fuck is wrong with you? What? <laughs> And Wait by the way, this what patch the bay. What's a digital patch bay? Fuck, I've dude. never, I've never heard of that. Check this out. Yeah. Check this out. Let me, let me just. It's a box, with just one button in front, just one button. Okay. Okay. You connect everything at the back. Hardwired. Hardwired. Everything okay. at the back, and that's it. You connect it via USB to your PC. You control it from your fucking computer. Yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> no. Are you fucking kidding me? Have you ever worked on Reason? No. Okay, you I know, haven't. in Reason, there's a rack mount display and then you can flip the rack mount and you can virtually make patches. Okay? It's like that. And you don't have to spend on a single patch cable in your life. I'm reducing the number of contact points. That means less noise. That means less EMI. I'm also reducing my maintenance. That means I don't have to maintain my patch cables every year. Call up fucking uh, Hariramji at Nehru place. But yeah, new trick wale connector laga ke kanare cable pe please. Dasar patch cable de do. All that stupid thing. You know, like the amount of maintenance that goes down is mm. remarkable. Mm. Okay. And the one that I'm looking at is 192 IO. 96 in, 96 out, which is perfect for me because I have 136. So mm -hmm. the lowest model is 32, the mid model is 64, the highest model is 192. Mm -hmm. The lowest model, 32 in, 32 out, is I think uh, $1,500, which which is one rack you, which for a small studio setup probably for you would work. Mm -hmm. 
you know, one USB connection, 32 in, 32 out, nothing more than that. For a studio, mid-scale studio or a large-scale studio, you would need two 192 IOs. I need 192 IO. So for me, investing in that one thing and not worrying about maintaining my cables, that cable is bad, I have done a drum kit set up, एक पैच केबल में नॉइज आ रही है किस में नॉइज आ रही है एक एक चीज सोलो करके देखो क्लाइंट का टाइम बर्बाद करो ऑल दैट क्रैप सेकंडली दैट्स व्हाई यू हैव टू डू दैट इन साउंड चेक नो मोस्ट इंपोर्टेंटली इट हैज फैंटम सेफ सो व्हाट इट हैज इट्स ओन फैंटम यू डोंट हैव टू स्विच ऑन फैंटम फ्रॉम योर प्रीएम्प it has its own phantom एंड इट हैज फैंटम सेफ फैसिलिटी व्हाट इफ बट व्हाट इफ यू प्लग इन समथिंग दैट can never need phantom exactly i'm coming to that it has phantom like safe capability so for example i know that i will be connecting my ribbon mic to input number 9 at all times i can put a ban a phantom ban on input on number 9 yeah i no, mean man, i have every time i've been to your place i thought you had a really decent set of interns that knew what they're doing so i guess you trained them so that That's yeah, cool. I think every time you've come, uh, you've come to the last. Don't end. forget, I the first time I came to you was I think five years after you had started the studio. So three years, okay. Yeah. So I came to you first time, two thousand nineteen. Three years after I started the new studio, this okay. current one. Um, <clears throat> otherwise, uh, I've been on Ferris wheel exists since two thousand and eight. Okay. Okay, got you. Wow. Damn. So, are you kidding me? So, 2008 was like the peak of the whole fucking scene. Yeah, I know. How did I, I not I, know of Ferris wheel then? <laughs> But that's so crazy that it it takes that long for a brand to grow. Yeah, absolutely, man. Like especially in an industry that's so niche. But coming back to my fourth favorite. Yes, yes. <laughs> bring us back cuz we can keep fucking geeking out yes. i think my fourth, fourth favorite, favorite would be my uad apollo 16 nice i have to i mean it's reliable as fuck its dynamic range is 133 db which is the second best in the industry right now the best is antelope audio at 136 Tell me something. What do you think about? Okay, in case you have a converter that's a UAD, what does you think about having different companies being like a multiple converter? Suppose you have one UAD and one Antelope. I have an RME. I use I use a dual audio interface setup. So I have an RME and a UAD. I use my RMEs when I need twenty four inputs. I use a UAD when I'm just working with one or six inputs, like singers and guitarists and all. So, the difference so that I found. So we used the RME both times that I came to your place. UAD. Oh, that has what sixteen? Yeah, UAD because I could manage an UAD. Okay. But if you ever ask for more than sixteen, I'll have to switch to RME. More than fifteen, actually, because one is dedicated to talkback. Because mine is an entirely digital system, I don't have a mixer. My talkback is always from my yeah, audio interface. Yeah, I think interface. we used thirteen for drums, so it was fine. Yeah, that was fine. Yeah. RME, I am actually very happy with. The only thing I have with RME is that while I'm monitoring the entire mix while recording, my uh, master output is actually approximately. 
20 to 30 dB SPL lower than the UAD for some reason. So on my monitor output, my monitor, uh, my monitor controller, where all my monitors and my sound cards are converging, my UAD seems to give a louder output without peaking. And my RME seems to give a slightly less louder output without peaking. Mm. So that's the only tiff I have with RME, but otherwise it's the same dynamic range, 133. UAD and RME have the exact same dynamic range while recording and conversion. It's 133 and I, I have absolutely no problems with it. So these days what I do is I record on RME, but then while mixing, I switch my sound card to UAD and mm. I use that for all my outboard and mixing. Okay. And I also use the UAD preamps as external preamps for my RME. Do you ever use like the Unison plugins? Oh yeah, I do. I do. I, I've actually purchased the Neve and uh, some compressors on the UAD plugins. And uh, yeah, they work well, dude. There's no doubt about it. When, I, when I'm running short on my Neve actual hardware plugins, mm -hmm. uh, or sorry, preamps, I actually use the UAD Neve 1073. Nice, nice. But yeah, that's the only thing. I mean, I, I, I record on RME, I mix on UAD. Got you. I mean, so on a big scale studio that is completely digital, you gotta have this. Yeah. Unless you get a mixer. Yeah. And so I don't wanna ever buy a mixer because if my mixer conks in India, I am not willing to fucking buy somebody a plane ticket from UK to come here, fix it, set him in a five star hotel spend fucking 10 lakhs on just this guy to come and fix it. Fuck off, man. That is not a good business decision. As far as mixing is going, things are moving way, way, way in the box. Absolutely. Bro, bro uh, fucking Michael Brower sold racks Dude, and racks, Andrew and racks of his house. Check out hardware. Andrew Sheps. You know who Andrew Sheps is, right? The, course, the rabbi. Fucking RHCP mixing engineer. Ha, he himself ha, ha, says it. He himself says it. I don't mix on the board anymore. I mix in the box. <clears throat> I Dude, mix even everything. Even Michael Brower has started mixing in the box. He's sold, bro. He's sold thousands and thousands. Like he sold hundred thousand dollars worth of hardware because he's like, I don't use it anymore. I'm fucking mixing in the box now. Like <clears throat> that's why. So the reason I'm buying hardware. Because I want to record through it, but I still want to mix in the box. Another reason why you're buying hardware and I'm buying hardware is to get more clientele in. Yes, yes. Because yeah. there are still some people who are adamant and hellbent that we want to record on the actual hardware. Yeah. So unless you are somebody who's Michael Brower, Andrew Sheps, that your name will sell your mix, you're gonna have to rely on hardware. Right. I mean, every Absolutely. time I buy new equipment, I ask myself one very simple question. How many people will actually use this? And how many people will actually come because this is in my studio? I can buy a JCM any day, but only three bands will come because of that. That's right. why I, instead of JCM, bought the Earthworks drum kit mic set because there are more drummers than there are classic rock people right and you know and the thing is for me 
the way I'll have my studio set up is obviously so that I can use it both ways. I can use it on the way in and on and on the way out, right? Exactly. Um, Same here. But I I have a feeling that 99% of the times I'll use it more on the way in. Again, that's the difference between you being a producer and me being an engineer. Sure. Sure. Because yeah. I don't know where the song is going. Yeah. Sometimes a band comes, they record, they, they're not sure whether they're going to get it mixed it with me or with somebody else. It's after the recording and when they hear, wow, the recording is so clean. I, yes. I'm pretty I, sure the I, mix I, will be as good. Then I they take the decision, the, all right, Mukul, let's mix it yeah. with you. So, so you know, yeah. 50% of the times, the mix isn't coming to me. It's, yeah. it's a recording studio. So, I run so a recording I, studio. Yes. So, like, I understand the mindset. So, um, so Srijan and I worked on a project together, which is on a film. Um, you know, so, of course, so in that, my mindset was not like a producer. My mindset was like, okay, kind of like a co-producer, but Srijan's kind of taking the lead. So, I'm like, okay, bro, uh, what do you want me to do? Should I use a compressor on this or should I not? Or should I go clean? Um, those were concerns that I had that I thought I should ask him as the lead guy. Uh, and, and I'm not the one mixing it. Neither is he. It's somebody else, totally, who's mixing it, right? So I can understand that. Um, I wasn't extremely comfortable with it, but I adapted. No, at the end of the day, I'll tell you what. It's as simple as this. I do not want another engineer calling me up and saying, man, what the fuck have you done? Plain and simple. Mm. I want to deliver the next engineer a signal that he can do whatever he wants with. That's it. You do what you feel fit. If it's coming to me, I'll do what I feel fit. Mm. But if it's going to another engineer, there is no way in hell I am letting that engineer call me up and blame me or say anything of the sorts that I don't know what you've done. I don't know what to do with this anymore. I mean, you know, this is just a limitation that I'm going to have to work with. Right. So I'm working with a limitless possibility that right, I've given right, you a right. clean, perfect signal. Do whatever you want with it. Okay. Secondly. Yeah. It is, it actually does affect your business as a studio owner. Really? Because if you are delivering what you feel is right, might not sit well, well with the other engineer. And the artist is going to know about it. You get it? And the artist might think twice before coming to you again. So I, I need to make sure that I am delivering what the artist can rely on the next engineer for. Hmm. That's another thing. Interesting. So all my choices in preamps, mics, they're very neutral and clean. I do have equipment that add color, but that is when I am mixing it. When I'm producing it. Hmm. But if I'm not producing or mixing it, I'm going to give you a blank sound I'm gonna give you I'm gonna try and give you the most natural recreation of the sound so that you can do what you want Fair with enough. it 
Oh yeah, no, dude. Fair enough. Fair enough. Like, yeah, dude. That's like that's that that's okay. so. Okay. So for my fifth favorite. Oh fuck! Are we still there? Oh my god! I we can talk forever. Okay, what's your fifth favorite? My monitors. <laughs> I yes, I swear by Genelex. Of course. Yeah. With the woofer. Have you tried ATC? I I have not. I, I have, have not tried. either. I've heard so much about them. I would like to try them just to see that what the. I've tried Dynaudios. I've tried KRKs. I've tried Adams. I've tried. Yeah, Genelex. no, no. Genelex worked the best for me. I've tried Genelex. I have tried. Uh, the oh, guy Yamaha's. who designs my studio, like he told me, yeah, but Genelex make everything sound good. But Dynaudios give you the real picture. I'm like, who the fuck told you that, bro? It's a matter of getting used. To you know, I've had this conversation with Adam lovers as well. Adam people will tell me that Adam Audio tells you what's real, and Genelec lie to you. And I understand where they're coming Every from. Every fucking studio I've been to, everywhere around the world, mm, has, has Genelec. Has at least one set of Genelec, bro. Yeah. Like, how can you not acknowledge that? No, but I, I, I actually understand. Gyan. I appreciate the argument that at least the Adam people are putting forward. I have worked on Adams. I think Adams are great for organic music. And when I say organic, I mean uh, stuff that is really recorded and not sampled or synthesized. Not for electronic music. For electronic my music, music. My, I will... My music is organic. Right? I will always, for yeah. electronic, I will always suggest KRK... And if if not Genelec, if you can't afford Genelec, KRK is your next best choice. VXTs, uh, but <clears throat> for people who only do rock or jazz or blues only, and I mean only, I think for them Adam is the right choice. I don't know, dude. I think it's okay. What you said about getting used to your room? No, that is absolutely there. You need to get used to your room and your speakers. You, no, 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 no. You the can't... same way, getting used to your speakers is also so key because it's like, listen, listen to things that you've been listening to your whole life on multiple speakers, multiple headphones, all through your life. Like for for me, it was Jackson Five or the Beatles. You know, like. I've been listening to Jackson 5 and the Beatles like every, you know ever since I was 4 years old. Like on every fucking possible speakers I've probably heard Hard Day's Night. You know <laughs> or like like I've heard um I Want You Back by Jackson 5. You know I know those songs in and out like I know them like I'm like oh my god I've heard them on every shitty headphone every shitty speaker, amazing speakers. Um, to me, it's a balance about knowing your room and knowing your speakers. I think if you get used to a speaker and you're able to deliver good mixes that your client likes and that's able to get onto any kind of charts, you know, why fuck with it? Absolutely. No, absolutely. I, I And I keep telling, when people ask me, there's so many people asking me, you mix my mukul. Sir, I can't afford Genlex right now. And I'm like, so what? I didn't have Genlex for the first eight years in my career. 
you know CLA 10 that's the option I, and my CLA career is 10, only 13 years old right now yeah so for a better part of my career i didn't have general x and i learned from lesser speakers lesser brands and i would say what i learned from them is far more valuable than what i learned from general x general x just make my work faster okay yeah. and i understand when people say general x lie is because uh, okay there are I think there are two kinds of mix engineers. Mix engineers who like to enjoy their work while they mix and mix engineers who like to enjoy their work after they've mixed. Okay. <laughs> and people who like to enjoy their work while Why they mix. Why can't it be both? But okay, yeah. People who like to engineers who like to mix uh, like to enjoy their work while they mix will always prefer Genelex. Genelex do have a warm kind of distracting sound not distracting actually uh, kind of i don't want to use the word lying but a sort of a exaggerated betterment in the sound that other monitors really? don't interesting whereas when i've mixed on krks and when i've mixed on samsons and i've mixed on adams they sounded like meh Okay, it's sounding good. It's sounding balanced. I, I think a part of me is so scared to move on to something else. Yeah, dude, that's what. First off, it 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 costs so much to buy a new monitor. Okay. Because I'm like, hey, dude, I'm happy. Like you're gonna end up my spending cl- seven, eight lakhs on a new pair of monitors. I mean, at this stage, at this. least at my stage, yeah. for me to move on to new monitors means spending seven, eight lakhs. Okay. And for me yeah, to spend no, that much amount of money much. and be no. like you know unsure of what i'm going to go through is scary okay very small general and for some people spending 50 grand is scary and i understand yeah. that you know like krk is is costing me 50 grand i don't know if i can fucking afford that what if i'm making the right decision i completely understand that fear it 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 is fearful you know yeah but at the end of the day you're right and i also agree with the fact that it's a matter of getting used to the speakers but one thing i will always tell you before you buy your speakers hire a studio that has the one you looking to buy listen to music if you can't enjoy the songs that you already love on those speakers don't buy them hmm. say for example you want to buy dyn audios you read about them you like it whatever you read i i know that i audition some monitors at your no like say for example you looking to buy dyn audios yeah. you read about them you you like what you read about them now you're unsure whether you want to buy them or not hire a studio that has dyn audios play songs that you like and if you enjoy those songs on those speakers buy them buy them and then get something? used yeah. to them i know that you and i have the the exact same general like models okay and i remember when i was at your place i auditioned them and it, it's all making sense right now and you'll hear why because i remember going like oh well well i mean they, they sound great but the bass guitar just sounds kind of weak <laughs> and now i'm thinking the holy 110. fuck it's the 110 <laughs>
Fuck. Fuck. No, but that will be a flaw in every studio. There'll be a phase cancellation in of your studio. Of course. You know something? Okay, dude, how the fuck do I find out what is cancelling out in my... <laughs> I I found it out through mixing a few songs and realizing that. Oh my god, I guess I... I haven't had any complaints, so I've just been okay with it. Uh, but maybe no, no, I no, should... no, you won't hear complaints. I haven't heard complaints. I should pay more attention to it. I, I haven't heard complaints from those songs. You will hear that fuck up when you hear your mixes on a shit speaker. When you hear your mixes on a shit speaker and you're like, why are these 10 songs of mine sounding boomy on this speaker? And then you realize, holy shit, this is the one frequency that is prevalent in all my mixes. No, but I mean, I, 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 I do have three sets of speakers that I monitor. One I is... have five, bro. And even <laughs> then I couldn't tell. Okay. No, so one is my studio speakers. Uh, then one is my in-ears, the one that I'm wearing. Huh. And the other is uh, the AirPods. Oh, four. Uh, the fourth one is my car. Oh, you want to go there? Then I have like fucking 18. <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> okay, listen. Moving on. We have to move forward. Um, top five plugins. The fifth favorite. Oh, no, no. Let's my go fifth favorite fifth... hardware is still not done yet. Okay. Oh my God! Are you serious? I thought we were done. Oh no, I, we are. We are. Genelex of the fifth favorite. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. the Genelex of the fifth. Okay. So, what are your top five plugins? Okay. You know what? I'm not gonna waste time on this. I'm just gonna name them out. Name right them there. out. Okay. Yes. The VMR from Slate, nice. and everything that it comes with. Okay. The fucking FG stress, the distressor, the fucking, you know, the EQs in it. The Love EQ it. air and the earth, the filters. Oh my God, the fucking amazing. VMR, I, I, if I have 24 tracks in my mix, which is the right amount of tracks in a mix. If, Do if you ever you use the VCC? No, I haven't. On the VMR? The, the, the console? The console preamp? No, uh, I, gain thing? no, that I haven't. It's in the VMR? Yeah, I know it's in the VMR. But I, oh, the black colored one, you, right? It gives you that console warmth. Uh, yeah, no, no. I, 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 I'll tell you my favorite ones. Uh, the, uh, the stress, the distressor. Of course. The That's the reason that I applied for the Slate Digital. Because okay. I wanted a distressor plugin. Okay, then yeah. I have the SSL EQ, the earth and air filters, the uh, fatness, the thickness and the sparkle. Revival, revival. Revival, yeah. The Revival yes. e uh, yeah. thing, Saturator. And the London Saturator. Uh, the VMR is my number one. Uh, okay. Verb Suite for my reverbs. Nice. Uh, from Slate again. Yes. Uh, then the Fab Filter collection, the entire collection, Fab Filter. Pro-Q3? Pro-Q3, the Limiter, the fucking DSO. Oh, the DSO especially. Oh my God, the DSO. It's amazing. Okay. You know something? The, now the, the Pro-Q3 has a built-in DSO. Yes, it has it, it has a dynamic multiband within the EQ. Yes! Which is I use that amazing. as a fucking DSO. All the fucking... And then after that, I use the, the Fab Filter DS. Okay, I only use the DS. No, I need two layers of DSers, dude. It's just like you, I'm so you, you need to choose to a darker mic, my friend. <laughs> no, I'm just very sensitive to that. Then okay. We... Also, also another reason is because 
the first couple of mixes that I would send to the mastering engineer that I work now with, and he's like, oh, bro, you got to DS more. You got to DS more. And at some point, I have to trust his judgment. You know, I have to like, okay, cool. You want me to DS more? You know what I'm going to put? That's what's been working. That okay. So next, so you got the VMR. V, you got the VMR. You got the Fab Filter. What's no next? no VMR Verb Suite Fab Filter. Uh, then I've got the Ozone Imager. Just the Imager. Ooh, I've never tried that. The, okay. So that's really helpful in converting mono signals into stereo. So is that what is that isotope? No ozone ozone. Oh ozone okay. Ozone Bye. Imager. Uh, and then finally. I have got the BX Mastering EQ. Stereo Dynamics. The, the V3? Yeah. The, the V3. I fucking love that yeah, plugin, dude. bro. That that thing really kills it, dude. I mean, it's e always e on my mix bus. Yeah, always. Always. Fuck. Always. Uh, I, I want to add a sixth one for monitoring. And, you know, uh, this is like a... Levels? No, this yeah, this is this is like a. I would say one of my most dependent. The plugins. WLM and no, meter? it doesn't affect the sound in any way, in any way. It just tells me the readings, and this is called the isotope tonal balance. Oh, okay. The tonal balance just gives me confidence into what I've done is right. It tells you, know, you where you are. Yeah, it, it is just yeah. fucking amazing. Tonal balance kills it. And you can choose too. genres. Yeah. I like that. You can choose the genres. Yeah, like, bass you know heavy, what, bro? classical. You fucking... need to dial back those low mids a little Yeah, bit. I know. Like fucking your 200 <laughs> is killing it, dude. <laughs> Push it back. Oh, dude. Yes. I like, I rely on that quite a bit as well. I love that. Okay. Next question. I know we're because we're having so much fun and we now nah, I'm just zipping through the end. Um okay, advice to the next generation of like, you know, home studio owners like any advice to how to make it in this very competitive in this industry. For the first 5 years of your career, never say no to a job. And Never do a job for free. Even if you're charging 500 bucks, charge something. But never say no to a job. By saying yes to a job, you are exposing yourself to more networks and more people and opening yourself to better jobs because even those people will grow and give you better jobs in the future. So never say no to a job and never do it for free. Always demand in advance and charge something. Secondly, I understand that you need money to set up in this industry. But trust me, if you were to look at 50 years ago, it was even harder. It, you don't need a tape machine. You don't need to spend crores on a fucking mixer. Within a matter of 2-3 lakhs, you can get a setup with acoustics that is perfectly acceptable and going. You can take a loan. Don't be afraid to take a loan. I have taken loans. Don't be afraid to take a loan. If you are confident in what you're doing and if work is coming, 
take a fucking loan and get going. If your parents are not supporting you and if you're 18 years and above, open a bank account, take a fucking loan and have the balls to pay it back. It is going to work out. And if it doesn't work out, then you know you weren't meant for it. Your work ethic or your, you know, something needs to improve. It'll be a lesson. Right. In either way, you don't have an excuse. Everyone has battles to fight. Whether you are financially, you know, whether you're financially gifted or not, everyone has battles. Okay. Yeah. I come from a business family. Rohan comes from a business family. And I'm pretty sure we both heard shit. And trust me, it's not easy for us either. If you are coming from a financially challenged family or a financially challenged background, we are coming from an egotistically challenged background. And that is equally yeah. hard to deal with. No, and, and the, what, what we had to deal with was, well, why the fuck do you want to do this? No, you I mean, have this? you know, what we had to deal with was, yeah. was with comparison of things. Exactly. We were given a decision that this is what I'm earning. Can you even earn one fourth of this with this? And even exactly. one, even earning one fourth of this was a fucking challenge. Yeah. Even earning one eighth of that was a fucking challenge. But it's not about that at the end of the day. Okay. You know, like, it's not about that at the end of the day. Don't don't work for the money. Work for the pride. Work for the smiles. The work joy, for man. what the you joy, what helps you yeah. sleep at night better. Yeah. And trust me, trust me, that is a better life than the luxuries that follow. And they will follow. If you do work hard, trust me, they will follow. And I will give you an example. Today, for example, the PS5 is out, up for grabs. I have, I have the financial security on my own, on by myself, to pre-order it along with six other games and an extra controller and a new TV, a 4K TV to go with it because I worked hard at it. The you thing know what? Do that and you know what? I'll get a COVID test and I'll come to your house and play. <laughs> no, but seriously, everyone has a battle. Yeah. Never consider anyone to be at an advantage and never take advantage of anyone at a disadvantage. That is the Absolutely. most ruthless thing you can do. Don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. Be... be Understand that all artists are passionate and that they are emotional fools and so are you. There's bound to be a fucking emotional conflict. Don't let that come in the way. Resolve it peacefully and trust me, at the end of the day when the song finally does get released, even five likes and even one comment will take you to the moon. And that's enough to keep you going. Dude, that that that's so fucking great, dude. Well, dude, this has fucking been amazing, dude. I I can't believe we've been fucking talking for five hours. <laughs> dude, that's how much I fucking love fucking talking to you. It just shows we haven't caught up in so fucking long. Really, sure, like, dude. That, I'm that's I'm really, really surprised that we weren't in the scene together when we were younger. Yeah. But I, I, I remember coming to your shows because I'm really? younger to you. Yeah. 
I'm like three, four years junior to you. Yeah. And I remember coming to your shows and I remember looking up to your band. And I remember telling my guitar player that, dude, this is where we want to be. Oh, Cyanide dude, and that's... HSD and, you know, all these other bands at the time, Super Fuzz. Yeah. I remember telling Ashish Mandwani at the time that, dude, yeah. this this is our aim. This is where we want to be. And, you know, oh, to dude, have like a one-on-one so -on -one fucking conversation means... with a person who I looked up to one day is really fucking humbling. So, oh, dude, cheers to that, man. That means so much to me, dude. Cheers, dude, cheers to fucking that. Dude, thank you so much for fucking coming on the show. Thank you so you, much for inviting me, man. Dude. You you are the fucking greatest. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you so much, man. It's always a pleasure talking to you.